This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Violet Diala. She's a Cuban-American serial and social entrepreneur, founder of Fem City, and virtual mentor to over 20,000 women. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Glad to have you on the show. So how did you end up founding Fem City? And just kind of describe how did you get up to that point where you are in 2019? Kind of a little bit about your journey. Sure. So I was actually living in North Carolina for about a decade. And during that time, I owned a Pilates studio. And the success of that Pilates studio was really, I think, attributed to a small local group there called Chicks and Biz. We would gather once a month and it was kind of a casual potluck scenario. And all of those women really helped to guide me, you know, providing advice, wisdom, tips, kind of like a focus group as well. And when we moved back home to Miami and I started looking at creating another business down here, I was really missing what I had in North Carolina. And so I reached out to them and I said, listen, I want to bring Chicks and Biz to Miami. And they were saying to me at the time, like, oh, we're not really ready to launch anywhere else. Um, so when, you know, let's connect again next year. So the next year I did the same thing. I reached out to them and said, I really miss it. Can I just start a little club here? And they said, again, they weren't ready. And so I said, well, you know what? I'll just go ahead and start something small and then we can loop in together at another time. But I was really just craving that in my life. They had become sisters and very good friends. And so it was a kind of a club to connect not only on a business level, but also a personal level as well. And so I started from City here in Miami. The first uh, workshop, the first event that we had was, you know, not poor. It was a kind of like a bad bridal shower in a sense that we didn't have any games or party kind of attributes, but um, it was a great group and we just sat around and we did network, but I felt like it needed more structure. The second time I did it, we had about 60 women show up and I had a really more robust and structured format. So we had a couple of speakers, we had this little introduction thing. And that was really like my second aha moment with Femme City. I walked into that room and it was just so diverse. It was so wonderful and the women were connecting. And then about three or four months later, women started asking for Femme City in their communities. And I really didn't understand what they were requesting. You know, we were just gathering for lunch. Like, what's the big deal? We have a speaker, so what? Anyone can do that. But what they were finding is more, they liked the diversity of the pictures they were seeing. They liked how women were coming together. And after like the third or fourth time of someone requesting, I thought maybe there's something more to this than I thought. You know, I was just thinking about doing it on the side and just doing it as a hobby. But perhaps there's something here that I really need to look into. And I kind of run my life like after the third or fourth request that you get from people that you kind of need to move forward in that. So whether it's a book or, oh my gosh, you get to, you have to meet this person. I really think that after the third or fourth, it's like this really big sign. And I just moved forward in that. And here we are in about over a hundred locations. We launch a couple of new cities every single month and we keep getting requests for from city locations in backyards around the United States, Canada. And now we're looking at launching in Europe as well. No, that's awesome. And I think it's really important to see someone like yourself in terms of, you know, your gender, your race, your ethnicity, you know, orientation, that kind of stuff, make it. So if you've 
you know, ever thought that kind of the cards are stacked against you when somebody makes it or someone is where you want to be, you have no excuse to kind of pursue and drive that kind of goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm the, I, I share my story. I went from welfare to wealth and I didn't have any kind of business experience. I just threw myself in and learned the way and I didn't have a lot of money. You know, I didn't have any money. I was raising kids at the same time. So if I can do what I've created, anyone can do what I've created and beyond, right? You can keep on growing. You can surpass that uh, vision. No, I agree. And I'm a first generation immigrant from Ukraine. So when we came over here, we didn't have a lot of money. Um, we came from a communist country. So coming here, we had our citizenship kind of stripped because it was still the Soviet Union and we just right. came with whatever we had. So everyone had to work. We lived in a uh, two bedroom apartment with seven people and, you know, had assistance for about two, three months and then, you know, got taken off of it. and. The training was taken off and you know succeed or fail right. so i think a lot of people start depending on the system too much or become complacent and kind of don't chase their dreams but when you're forced to do it you have that fight or flight kind of uh, mentality absolutely yeah i'm first generation um as you know and hearing the stories of my family escaping cuba and just i can't even imagine getting to a new country not knowing the culture or the language and you know looking different right because they just looked like they didn't look american at that time and how they just were able to do that with children and with fear and losing everything. Um, it's a tremendous grit that is very inspirational. No, I agree. And my uh, wife's stepfather is Cuban and he was oh, wow. born there and came over, but he was literally a baby. So, but he was brought up here in uh, Northern New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of my relatives went up in that direction as well when they escaped. So, wow, that's great. Not, yes. not many of us around. <laughs> yeah, so I have kind of that uh, background of hearing those stories and right. uh, experience, you know, that kind of struggle and hearing about it. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. So what motivates you to succeed? What's kind of your guiding compass? I felt like I always had a purpose to give myself to others in a sense through service or through the talents that I was given. And so... When I started doing Femme City, the thing that motivates me the most, because it is, it's trying, no matter what you're launching, no matter what you're growing, and I think that when you try to scale up, you know, over and over, out more and more, I think there are more challenges that you face. And the one thing that motivates me is that we're creating communities of positivity around the world and uniting people that perhaps may not have known each other. You know, maybe they are from different countries or different religions or different backgrounds. And through our gatherings, they're reaching out and getting to know people that they generally wouldn't have. And that's what really motivates me the most is that just uniting people, especially where I think the world is a little bit kind of going in this divisional state. I feel like that's really my driving force to continue to launch more and more communities around the world because it is a safe place for women. It is diverse with intent. We fill it with gratitude for ourselves and for other people in the world, other women in the world. And that's really what motivates me. It's a really bad day or something doesn't go the way that I thought it was going to go. You know, your first instinct is to be like, oh, forget it, right? <laughs> I quit. I quit. I'm done. I think about the mission and, our, and what our goals are and to help women create businesses, launch businesses, grow businesses, create wealth so they can support their families. That really inspires me to move forward and kind of not dwell on the failures or the conceived failures, right? The perceived ones and move forward and just keep on going on this track because I think that we are making a really big difference and shift the world into more of a positive state. 
I agree. There's not nearly as much focus on positivity. Everything you see in terms of news is negative first. And I think it's important for, you know, women, entrepreneurs or anyone, they will kind of fail, but pivoting from that, learning from that and, you know, seeing that that's not the end. Moving forward to success is what's key. And the people that, you know, failed and stopped, those are the people that dropped off. So when you become successful or found a company in a specific vertical, you're the one that's kind of outlasted everyone else through each failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just shared this Michael Jordan uh, meme. I, it's been around for I don't know how long, but it's that one that he's like, I made so many shots in life and I only made so many. And it's a reminder that that's part of the path is to fall and to fail. That's part of it. And when you accept that, you embrace it and you don't look at it as a stopping force. You look at it as just, oh, well, I, I got over that. <laughs> so that's good. So now I'm a level ahead. You know, I just, um, you have to use it as um, building your strength for the next phase. And if you kind of change your mindset on that, I think it makes it a lot easier to just keep on moving forward versus quitting and just giving up. Yeah, I agree. And it gets you stronger for the level up. So you can either be complacent right. or you move somewhere else. The journey takes you, you know, the, a goal or a, you know, something you have in terms of, you know, a wish or a dream. It's not a stationary target. So mm-hmm. it's part of the journey. So when you level up, you're going to have new adversities, new challenges, new people that are may try to sabotage you or stand in your way. So you have to learn how to uh, cope and keep right. moving forward. Yeah, the trolls. <laughs> I have a friend of mine that calls them the trolls, the under like uh, bridge trolls, like the people that are like haters and, you know, try to block you. But abs- yeah, totally. And I wish someone had told me that, right? At the beginning of my entrepreneurialism, um, I wish someone had told me, oh yeah, that's part of it. Like it happens to everyone. You know, no one's going to make it like 100% risk-free and failure-free. It's just part of the journey. I would have been like, oh, okay, so this is good that I fell down and that I lost so much money. It's good? Yeah, it's good. Okay, good. <laughs> that would have made it a lot easier on my, uh, on me. Yeah, if it was easy, then everybody would be a millionaire or right. you know, a company founder. So that's kind of the beauty of that uh, journey. Right. It's tough. Oh, I agree. So what's one thing that you think you've had as an adversity or you may have struggled with in the past that you turned into an asset and now utilize? I think everything in my life. So if I look at, for instance, it's like Bem City, right? I had no business experience. Um, I worked retail while I was in college, working full-time for retail and then going to school full-time. So that didn't really give me any kind of business experience. And I think my, my faults, right, my... Uh, lack my weaknesses were not knowing enough about business but the beautiful thing is because I had to learn how to do it the rough way this is before the internet <laughs> this is before this is like what back in the old days when you had to go to the library and there weren't that many books on like how to launch a startup and and what you're gonna ca- encounter and marketing tips and all this stuff I had to learn it the rough and the tough way and the beautiful thing of that is that now I'm able to teach that to the 20 or 30,000 women in our communities. You know, I'm able to share, and I know that perspective of like coming from nothing, not knowing one thing. And then I choose the words that would have resonated with me had I been in that same state now. So when I teach and I share the lessons that I've learned or I do a YouTube video or whatever it is, I, I really feel like it's a blessing that I didn't know that because I've turned it around to make it a strength. And even with like my personal 
a life. You know, I didn't have a mother growing up. And so when I became a mother, I, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about how to raise children or how to be motherly. I just kind of figured out my way, looked around my world to see like which mothers I really liked and what they were doing and kind of mimic and copy that. And then I created that. And so that, that lack that I didn't have actually turned out to be a blessing because I think I'm a really good mom to the three kids. So um, it's all about mindset, right? Like what, what do you not have? What are those things that you really are your faults? And how can you not only change that, but then use it to change others as well? Almost like your superhero talent. You know, how do you take that and then share with others so that their life is less rocky and it's easier for them in that path? Yeah, I agree. And it, I think it's a choice. So I, I had a father, but he wasn't necessarily present in mm -hmm. terms of raising us or being, you know, active involved in our lives. Yeah. So, and I haven't spoken to him in the last 11 years and it's kind of a choice. You can be bitter about it. And mm -hmm. then when you have kids or experiences with kids, you can, you know, be nasty to them or not a you know, kid person. But since last June, me and my wife have been foster parents and I think I've- Oh, that's great. Yeah, try to change that and kind of made a uh, personal promise to myself that I would be a better father and dad when the time came. So I think it's making that choice because you can also go the negative route, you know, mm -hmm. and whatever the situation is, this person wasn't around. You know, I have these things stacked against me. So turning to vices or that kind of thing or right. going the positive route. So it's strictly on you. There's thousands of things you can do any moment. You can mm -hmm. choose positive ones or negative ones. And at the end of the day, it's on the individual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I did much like you, I did have a mother. Um, she wasn't present because she was an opiate addict and suffered from mental illness. And I did the same. I didn't speak to her. Um, she just recently passed from a kidney uh, failure a couple, I guess a couple months ago now, and there was no connection to her. But I, I do remember having a bitterness to when I saw others that did have mother figures or mothers, I remember having a bitterness. And I remember, you know, making that consciousness, I can make, I could be bitter for the rest of my life and then take that into everything that I do. Or I can, like you said, make that decision, that choice to not repeat that pattern to not duplicate your past and, and kind of dictate your future. You can make that choice and, and break free from that. And yeah, that's beautiful that you shared it like that because it's a choice. It's definitely it's something that's a conscious decision to say, I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to repeat this. I don't want my kids or anybody else to have to go through that as well. I therefore will change you know, my world to make it the way that it's more loving. Yeah, and it's not necessarily easy to break. I'm not saying that at all. Oh, God, like yeah, I it's said, horrible. <laughs> yeah, I looked around me like, you know, kids with their dads at games and like, oh, God, it's TV, horrible. like the stereotypical, like, you know, right. like the defense, uh, <laughs> nuclear family, stuff like that. And obviously I was dissuaded, but I could have used that and felt bad for myself or, you right. know, get vowed to be a better person and be around for, you know, biological foster kids, whatever kids were in my life and kind of ran with it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be a whole book, right? <laughs> like, because that's tough. It's not easy. You're, and you're right. I don't think when the Mother's Day comes around or Father's Day, when you see all those posts on Facebook, you know, I, I try to write articles during that time for people that are in, were like us that didn't have that. Because um, those are days that are kind of, they could be, they can be uh, bothersome, you know, sometimes until you make that change and you make that shift. And you're like, oh, you know what? I welcome this day now because it, it means something different to me. I've defined it in my own terms. It takes yeah. some time, though. 
Yeah, and different people cope in different ways. Some people、mm-hmm. obviously may be still emotional about it. Not to say that's a bad thing, but some people、right. may need to speak to someone about it to kind of come and have closure with it. But whichever way you deal with it, if if you have to read something or watch something to kind of motivate you to overcome that, but regardless of how you do it, if you focus on the positive end, you will come out of it at some point. Absolutely. Yep, I agree. <laughs> you will come out of it. Keep on positive. So, what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? I think whatever you're trying to do in life or in business, it really the outcome is going to be based on the way you think. And、um, I know we always hear those sayings like, you know, if you think you can or you think you can't, which either which way you're right. Always botch that up, but it's true, you know. So if you have these conversations in your mind that prevent you from moving forward, that don't lift you up, that break you down, you know, that's not going to benefit your future. You really have to be your very best friend. You have to love yourself. You have to have those conversations that lift you up and be your biggest cheerleader. Because the mindset, once you once you structure your mindset to be through success or wealth or prosperity, whatever words you want to use, the body and the actions will follow. And I, I spend so much time waiting for someone to help, or waiting for some sort of, you know, I don't know what magical presence to come and help me. And the truth is that it comes from within. We all have the power to create and design our lives the way that we want. And I think now, with you know, information being shared so easily, we can read more of those stories now. You know, where you had people like your family that came to this country, and you know, it was really tough, and they didn't have assistance, didn't speak the language, and how. They made it, and if those people can do it, then really anyone can do it. It's really just your mindset, that decision to go ahead and say, "I know that there's more to life than this. I know that my life was not supposed to be in this state. It's supposed to be in another state, and I'm going to work to make it so that I can create it. I just have to、um, speak kindly to myself, and that's the biggest thing I see actually in the world. Like people just don't speak kindly to themselves. You know, they're filled of like just. I don't know. Not loving themselves the way that they should on the inside. I agree, and, and words hold a lot of value. I don't know if you ever saw the experiment people did where there's two plants, and every day people say negative stuff to a plant or like、yes. at the plant, and the plant's all wilted and dying, and the one with positivity is you know、mm-hmm. flourishing. So there's there's value to that, and whatever you tell yourself is where it starts. Right. You let other people affect you with whatever they say, reviews, things about your business, about your personal life that aren't true. If 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 they get to you, you only let them affect you. Yes, it's hurtful, it maybe in the public eye, but if you don't let it get to you, eventually those people drop off.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine the、um, just being your best friend. <laughs> if you spoke to yourself like your best friend spoke to you, or love yourself the way that others see you, you know. And I've I've been in moments where I didn't see. You know where you get like a little bummed, or you get a little knocked down, and it was those around me that helped me kind of remind myself that that conversation should have come from within myself. Like I shouldn't have to have had it externally, you know, dictated to myself. It you want to have it so that those conversations you can have it with yourself. Like you know what, these are not good thoughts to have. This is not going to help me. This is not lifting me up or supporting my grandest self. And that's when you are really at a great time of your life to succeed in anything you decide to do. Because once you can break that that conversation and rebrain yourself to fully love yourself and believe in all your talents and blessings, then the world is everything that you want it to be. It's right there for you. 
I agree. Well, thank you for stepping by today. It was a pleasure talking to you. Likewise. Can you tell the audience how they can find you or anything else you may have going on? Sure. So you can find us at femcity.com. It's F-E-M-C-I-T-Y. And um, every social media handle is literally my first and last name altogether. And um, if there's anything that we can do, you know, let us know. But um, we have a free membership for 30 days. So you can take classes from Fem City. And our mission is just to help as many women around the world to finally step forward, launch a business, grow it, and create wealth all around them. So thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.